Don't worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us to begin with in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether their prophecies, they will fail. Whether their tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. But we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part. But then I shall know just as I also am known. And now by faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. Verses 1 through 13. All of Psalm, excuse me, all of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And then looking in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching. He who exhorts in exhortation. He who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love in honor and giving preference to one another. Not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, 
distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Verses 1-21, through 21, Romans chapter 12. Father, thank you, Lord, for the wonderful gift of your word. And Lord, thank you for the truth that we learn from your word that you are not simply a God of love. You are love, and you teach us what love really and truly is as we simply spend time with you reading and meditating on your word. Thank you for the privilege of knowing, Lord, that you've called us out of the world and into a new relationship with you and our brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you for saving us, making us brand new, and blessing us to be vessels of your love, vessels of your mercy, vessels of your kindness, vessels of your compassion. Stir us, Lord, more and more to live lives full of love where we imitate you and live a life of compassion and giving of ourselves to bless the world around us. Thank you for the privilege of being vessels through which you can accomplish your perfect will. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we come to praise you today to lift high your holy name. We exalt you today, Father. Thank you for loving us so very much. We thank you for uh, your precious Son. We're thankful that we as the church are the bride of Christ. What an honor, Father. And we thank you for that. Help us to be more pleasing to you today. Help us to live out this Christian life in a more fervent way so that we can honor you more and more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. I want to take time now briefly before we get into reading through the Word. I want to share an article. And once again, this is an article that we invite you to email us to get a copy of it for your own use, but also for the discipleship of your family, and also for you to pass on to others to forward and serve or share with others as a ministry of discipleship with others as well. But the title of this article is Praying Daily for Your Spouse, and we hope that you'll be encouraged, you know, on a day, the the day we refer, refer to as Valentine's Day, a day that, amongst other things, is a day people are encouraged to focus on love. Well, of course, God is love. And the Bible is a book full of love because God himself is love. And as we read and meditate on the word, we grow in understanding what love is and how to live a life of love as well. And one of the wise ways for us as uh, believers who are husbands and wives to live out that love, of course, is to live a lifestyle of, amongst other things, praying daily for our spouses. So the name of this article is Praying Daily for Your Spouse. Husbands, the following prayer is a very fruitful prayer to pray for your wife every day. Dear Heavenly Father, 
Thank you, Lord, for the gift my wife is to me and to our family and to the church and the kingdom of God. Lord, bless my wife today. Expand her territory. Cause your hand to be mightily upon her. Keep her from evil that she may not cause pain. In Jesus' name, help her this day to be the full bless. Help me this day to be the full blessing to her that you want me to be in the name of Jesus. Fill my wife today with joy, peace, grace, and encouragement. Help her walk in your love, your joy, your and your peace today. Help her spend the time in your word and in prayer that you would have her spend this day. Psalm 1, Psalm 119, verse 18, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, and 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. Lord, help her put you first in her life. Help her to not make any graven images. Help her to not take your name in vain. Help her to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Help my wife to honor her father and her mother. Help her to value life. Help her to not steal. Help her to not commit adultery. Help her to tell the truth. Help her to not covet. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Empower her this day to fulfill all your call upon her life. Help her live today as the living sacrifice you want her to be and in your will. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer, and thank you again for the gift my wife is to me and to the kingdom of God. Dear Lord, bless her and keep her. Make your face to shine upon her and be gracious to her. Dear Lord, lift up your countenance upon her and give her your peace. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Again, the title of the article is Praying Daily for Your Spouse. And of course, that prayer that I just prayed is the prayer that the husband prays for his wife. And it also includes, though, a prayer similar, of course, but it's directed It's a prayer specifically that the wife would pray for her husband as well. But again, if you'd like to get a copy of this prayer, again, the title of the prayer is Praying Daily for Your Spouse. Simply email us at joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd be glad to share a copy with you. Hope that you'll take it and keep a copy so that you can use it to pray daily your spouse and in turn share a copy with your spouse so that they in turn can pray for you. But also please do forward it to family, friends, loved ones, co-workers, saved and unsaved individuals as well as a tool and a seed in the life of those persons as well. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession and today we continue reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 3 beginning at verse 12. Again, Deuteronomy chapter 3, starting at verse 12. And this land which we possessed at that time from Eroer, which is by the river Arnon, and half the mountains of Gilead and its cities, I gave to the Reubenites and the Gadites, the rest of Gilead, and all Bashan, the kingdom of Og, I gave to half the tribe of Manasseh. All the region of Argob, with all Bashan, was called the land of the giants. Jair the son of Manasseh took all the region of Argob as far as the border of the Jeshurites and the Maacathites, and called Bashan after his own name, Havoth Jair, to this day. Also I gave Gilead to Machir, and to the Reubenites, and the Gadites. I gave from Gilead as far as the river Arnon, the middle of the river as the border, as far as the river Jabbok, 
the border of the people of Ammon, the plain also with the Jordan as the border from Chinnereth as far as the east side of the Sea of the Arabah, the Salt Sea, below the slopes of Pisgah. Then I commanded you at that time, saying, The Lord your God has given you this land to possess. All your men of valor shall cross over armed before your brethren, the children of Israel. But your wives, your little ones, and your livestock, I know that you have much livestock, shall stay in your cities, which I have given you, until the Lord has given rest to your brethren as to you. And they also possess the land which the Lord your God is giving them beyond the Jordan. Then each of you may return to his possession, which I have given you. And I commanded Joshua at that time, saying, Your eyes have seen all that the Lord your God has done to these two kings. So will the Lord do to all the kingdoms through which you pass. You must not fear them, for the Lord your God himself fights for you. Then I pleaded with the Lord at that time, saying, O Lord God, you have begun to show your servant your greatness and your mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or on earth who can do anything like your works and your mighty deeds? I pray, let me cross over and see the good land beyond the Jordan, those pleasant mountains and Lebanon. But the Lord was angry with me on your account and would not listen to me. So the Lord said to me, Enough of that. Speak no more to me on this matter. Go up to the top of Pisgah and lift your eyes toward the west, the north, the south, and the east. Behold, behold it with your eyes, for you shall not cross over this Jordan, but command Joshua and encourage him and strengthen him, for he shall go over before this people, and he shall cause them to inherit the land which you shall see. So we stayed in the valley opposite Beth Peor. Deuteronomy chapter 3. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. As we're reading through the Word of God, we'll be right back. Living water cover me 
music of Gateway Worship with Living Water. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. Now, O Israel, listen to the statutes and the judgments which I teach you to observe, that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers is giving you. You shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did at Baal Peor. For the Lord your God has destroyed from among you all the men who followed Baal of Peor. But you who held fast to the Lord your God are alive today, every one of you. Surely I have taught you statutes and judgments, just as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should act according to them in the land which you go to possess. Therefore be careful to observe them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that has God so near to it as the Lord our God is to us? For whatever reason we may call upon him? And what great nation is there that has such statutes and righteous judgments as are in all this law which I set before you this day? Only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life, and teach them to your children and your grandchildren, especially concerning the day you stood before the Lord your God in Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Gather the people to me, and I will let them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children. Then they came near and stood at the foot of the mountain, and the mountain burned with fire to the midst of heaven, with darkness, cloud, and thick darkness. And the Lord spoke to you out of the midst of the fire. You heard the sound of the words, but saw no form. You only heard a voice. So he declared to you his covenant, which he commanded you to perform the Ten Commandments, and he wrote them on two tablets of stone. And the Lord commanded me at that time to teach you statutes and judgments, that you might observe them in the land which you cross over to possess. Take, con take careful heed to yourselves, for you saw no form when the Lord spoke to you at Horeb out of the midst of the fire, lest you act corruptly and make for yourselves a carved image in the form of any figure, the likeness of male or female, the likeness of any animal that is on the earth, or the likeness of any winged bird that flies in the air, the likeness of anything that creeps on the ground, or the likeness of any fish that is in the water beneath the earth. And take heed, lest you lift your eyes to heaven, and when you see the sun, the moon, and the stars, all the host of heaven, you feel driven to worship them and serve them, which the Lord your God has given to all the peoples under the whole heaven as a heritage. But the Lord has taken you, excuse me, 
But the Lord has taken you and brought you out from the iron furnace out of Egypt to be his people and inheritance as you are this day. Furthermore, the Lord was angry with me for your sakes and swore that I would not cross over the Jordan and that I would not enter the good land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. But I must die in this land. I must not cross over the Jordan, but you shall cross over and possess that good land. Take heed to yourselves, lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you. And make for yourselves a carved image in the form of anything which the Lord your God has forbidden you. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. When you beget children and grandchildren and have grown old in the land and act corruptly and make a carved image in the form of anything and do evil in the sight of the Lord your God to provoke him to anger, I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that you will soon utterly perish from the land which you cross over the Jordan to possess. You will not prolong your days in it, but will be utterly destroyed. And the Lord will scatter you among the peoples, and you will be left few in number among the nations where the Lord will drive you. And there you will serve gods, the work of men's hands, wood and stone, which neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. But from there you will seek the Lord your God, and you will find him if you will seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. When you are in distress and all these things come upon you in the latter days, when you turn to the Lord your God and obey his voice, for the Lord your God is a merciful God, he will not forsake you nor destroy you, nor forget the covenant of your fathers which he swore to them. For ask now concerning the days that are past, which were before you since the day that God created man on the earth and ask from one end of heaven to the other whether any great thing like this has happened or anything like it has been heard. Did any people ever hear the voice of God speaking out of the midst of the fire as you have heard and live? Or did God ever try to go and take for himself a nation from the midst of another nation by trials, by signs, by wonders, by war, by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and by great terrors, according to all that the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes? To you it was shown that you might know that the Lord himself is God. There is none other besides him. Out of heaven he let you hear his voice, that he might instruct you. On earth he showed you his great fire, and you heard his words out of the midst of the fire. And because he loved your fathers, therefore he chose their descendants after them. And he brought you out of Egypt with his presence, with his mighty power, driving them out from before you nations greater and mightier than you, to bring you in, to give you their land as an inheritance, as it is this day. Therefore know this day and consider it in your heart that the Lord himself is God in heaven above and on the earth beneath. There is no other. You shall therefore keep his statutes and his commandments, which I command you today, 
that it may go well with you and with your children after you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which the Lord your God is giving you for all time. Then Moses set apart three cities on this side of the Jordan toward the rising of the sun, that the manslayer might flee there, who kills his neighbor unintentionally without having hated him in time past, and that by fleeing to one of these cities he might live. Bezer in the wilderness on the plateau for the Reubenites, Ramoth in Gilead for the Gadites, and Golan in Bashan for the Manassites. Now this is the law which Moses set before the children of Israel. These are the testimonies, the statutes, and the judgments which Moses spoke to the children of Israel after they came out of Egypt on this side of the Jordan in the valley opposite Beth Peor, in the land of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who dwelt at Heshbon, whom Moses and the children of Israel defeated after they came out of Egypt. And they took possession of his land and the land of Og, king of Basham, two kings of the Amorites, who were on this side of the Jordan toward the rising of the sun, from Aroer, which is on the bank of the river Arnon, even to Mount Sion, that is, Hermon, and all the plain on the east side of the Jordan, as far as the Sea of the Arabah, below the slopes of Pisgah. Deuteronomy chapter 5. And Moses called all Israel and said to them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and judgments which I speak in your hearing today, that you may learn them and be careful to observe them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. The Lord did not make this covenant with our fathers, but with us, those who are here today, all of us who are alive. The Lord talked with you face to face on the mountain from the midst of the fire. I stood between the Lord and you at that time to declare to you the word of the Lord. For you were afraid because of the fire, and you did not go up the mountain. He said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy. As the Lord your God commanded you, six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your ox, nor your donkey, nor any of your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates, that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. And remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from there by a mighty hand, 
and by an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother, as the Lord your God has commanded you, that your days may be long, and that it may be well with you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, and you shall not desire your neighbor's house, his field, his male servant, his female servant, his ox, his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. These words the Lord spoke to all your assembly, in the mountain from the midst of the fire, the cloud, and the thick darkness, with a loud voice, and he added no more, and he wrote them on two tablets of stone, and gave them to me. So it was, when you heard the voice from the midst of the darkness, while the mountain was burning with fire, that you came near to me, all the heads of your tribes and your elders. And you said, Surely the Lord our God, surely the Lord our God has shown us his glory and his greatness. And we have heard his voice from the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God speaks with man, yet he still lives. Now, therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us. If we hear the voice of the Lord our God any, then we shall die. For who is there of all flesh who has heard the voice of the living God speaking from the midst of the fire as we have and lived? You go near and hear all that the Lord our God may say and tell us all that the Lord our God says to you and we will hear and do it. Then the Lord heard the voice of your words when you spoke to me and the Lord said to me, I've heard the voice of the words of this people which they have spoken to you. They are right in all that they have spoken. Oh, that they had such a heart in them that they would fear. Verses 1 through 28, Deuteronomy chapter 5. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be back.
music of Mercy Me with all of creation. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the book in the New Testament, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 20, beginning at verse 9. Then he began to tell the people this parable. A certain man planted a vineyard, leased it to vine dressers, and went into a far country for a long time. Now at, vantage time, now at vintage time, he sent a servant to the vine dressers that they might give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the vine dressers beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Again, he sent another servant, and they beat him also, treated him shamefully, and sent him away empty-handed. And again, he sent a third, and they wounded him also and cast him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. Probably they will respect him when they see him. But when the vine dressers saw him, they reasoned among themselves, saying, This is the heir. Come, come, let us kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. So they cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, what will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy those vine dressers and give the vineyard to others. And when they heard it, they said, Certainly not. Then he looked at them and said, What then is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Whoever falls on that stone will be broken, but on whomever it falls, it will grind him to powder. And the chief priests and the scribes that very hour sought to lay hands on him, but they feared the people, for they knew he had spoken this parable against them. So they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be righteous, that they might seize on his words in order to deliver him to the power and the authority of the governor. Then they asked him, saying, Teacher, we know that you, we know that you say and teach rightly, and you do not show personal favoritism, but teach the way of God in truth. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Why do you test me? Show me a denarius. Whose image and inscription does it have? They answered and said, Caesar's. And he said to them, Render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. But they could not catch him in his words, in the presence of the people, and they marveled at his answer and kept silent. Then some of the Sadducees, who denied that there is a resurrection, came to him and asked him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote to us that if a man's brother dies, having a wife, and he dies without children, his brother should take his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers, and the first took a wife, and died without children. And the second took her as wife, and he died childless. Then the third took her, and in like manner the seven also, and they left no children, and died. <clears throat> Last of all, the woman died also. Therefore in the resurrection, whose wife does she become? For all seven had her as wife. But Jesus answered and said to them, 
The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage. But those who are counted worthy to attain that age, but those who are counted worthy to attain that age and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage, nor can they die anymore, for they are equal to the angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. But even Moses showed in the burning bush passage that the dead are raised when he called the Lord the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. For he is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for all live to him. Then some of the scribes answered and said, Teacher, you have spoken well. But after that, they dared not question him anymore. And he said to them, How can they say that the Christ is the son of David? Now David himself said in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore David calls him Lord. How is he then his son? Then, in the hearing of all the people, he said to his disciples, Beware of the scribes who desire to go around in long robes, love greetings in the marketplaces, the best seats in the synagogues, and the best places at feasts, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. These will receive greater condemnation. Luke chapter 21. And he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow putting in two mites. So he said, Truly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all. For all these, for all these out of their abundance have put in offerings to God. But she out of her poverty put in all the livelihood that she had. Then, as some spoke of the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and donations, he said, These things which you see, the days will come in which not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. So they asked him, saying, Teacher, but when will these things be? And what sign will there be when these things are, ab are about, excuse me, and what sign will there be when these things are about to take place? And he said, Take heed that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time is drawn, the time is drawn near. Therefore do not go after them. But you but when you hear of wars and commotions, do not, do not be terrified. For these things must come to pass first, but the end will not come immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes in various places, and famines, and pest, excuse me, pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons. You will be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake, but it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. Therefore settle it 
in your hearts not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer for i will give you a mouth for i will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist you will be betrayed even by parents and brothers relatives and tr- and friends and they will put some of you to death and you will be hated by all for my name's sake but not a hair of your head shall be lost by your patience possess your souls but when you see jerusalem surrounded by armies then know that its desolation is near then let those who are in judea flee to the mountains let those who are in the midst of her depart and let not those who are in the country enter enter her for these are the days of vengeance that all things which are written may be fulfilled but woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days for there will be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people and they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations and jerusalem will be trampled by gentiles until the times of the gentiles are fulfilled and there will be signs in the sun in the moon and in the stars and on the earth distress of nations with perplexity the sea and the waves roaring men's hearts failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken then they will see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory now when these things begin to happen look up and lift look up and lift up your heads because your because your redemption draws near then he spoke to them a parable look at the fig tree and all the leaves when they are already budding you see and know for yourselves that summer is now near so you also when you see these things happening know that the kingdom of god is near assuredly i say to you this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place heaven and earth will pass away but my words will by no means pass away verses 1 through 33 luke chapter 21 Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you happen to be listening today and you have never made the all-important step of asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, if you've never fully committed your heart and your life to the Lord, today is a great day to make that important, very important step. Would you simply pray a prayer of salvation or recommitting your heart to the Lord? Lord Jesus Thank you for loving me so very much that you came into this world a long, long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and I've done wrong in many, many ways. I've put other things before you. I've not sought to honor you. Father, I repent of those wrongs wrongs forgive me for all the wrongs i've done lord jesus come into my heart 
be the Lord and Savior of my, of my life. In the word of God, you said, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, today we're calling on your name. Lord, save us, fill us with your spirit, help us to follow you and live for you all our life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you pray that prayer, we're very much hoping and wanting to hear from you. My email, once again, is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We would like to email you and share with you some resources, Christian education materials, some tools that will help you to, to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord, discipleship tools. We're glad to share them with any and every listener that emails us for those. A reminder, once again, also, if any of you as listeners would like to receive a copy of the article we shared earlier, the article is entitled Praying Daily for Your Spouse. Again, same email. Simply email us at joseph at afr.net. We'd be glad to share a copy of that prayer for you and your family. Hope you'll take time to do that. Thanks for listening. As always, we appreciate you being a part of our listening family. Remember, today is a great day to start the habit of reading at least three chapters in your Bible daily. And parents, today is a good day to start the habit of having each of your children that read to read three chapters out loud to you each and every day. A a household uh, habit that can bless you and your whole family. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.